and kill Nick Valentine because fuck 12. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck 12. Hello and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia. We are a post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with your hopelessly romantic host, Declan. How have you been, friend? I have been good. good. I've been really good. I'm having a really great day. Like, I ate breakfast. Like, that's incredible. Hot damn. You had breakfast? What'd you have? Yeah. I had, uh, like, a croissant uh, with an egg and cheese and stuff. Where'd you get that? Fucking... It was like a breakfast sandwich I got at a local coffee shop. Oh. Yeah. It was delicious. I, uh, I actually did something we talked about last week. Oh, yeah? Uh, I tried the shower orange thing again. Yeah. Yeah, like two hours ago, before we started recording, I was like, I gotta take a shower. I was like, I think I have some clementines. You know. So, you know, yeah. um, I took a shower, and I ate clementines, and it did literally nothing for me. See, like, I don't I don't get it. Like, I'm glad it did nothing for you, because I don't get it. it yeah, if anything, I was just like, now I gotta clean this up. Yeah, it's like my hands are sticky for about seven seconds, well, but... It's nice that they're not sticky because I'm in the shower. Yeah. So it's just like, ooh. Hope the mic's picking that up on. Just... Ooh, good. Oh, it's picking it up. Oh, nice. Yeah, just, ooh, clean them off. But, like, <laughs> it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the aroma's probably nice, but... You know, it wasn't, like, that's what I was waiting for the most, and it wasn't even crazy. Really? Maybe because it's cold... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I was taking a hot shower. So I think all yeah, in all, clementines are awesome. <laughs> but not in the shower. No, but like, it's not that like, oh, I wouldn't, I would never eat in the shower again. I mean, are you kidding me? I wish I, I started brushing my teeth in the shower because it cuts out three minutes of my morning. Like if I could, if I could eat and, and uh, brush my teeth in the shower. I mean, all you need next is to put a toilet in the shower. I mean, you're not wrong. Think about how great <laughs> that would be. Oh my god, think about how much time you would save. It's a one-stop hygiene shop. It's exactly. And then uh, do you know people shave in the shower? Really? Yeah. I don't know See, how. See, I wouldn't be able to do it without a mirror. Well, people put a mirror in, but it gets foggy and then they like brush it off. I don't understand it, but apparently it's like a that, thing. No. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I use clippers. I don't use a razor. Yeah, I only use a a razor after I've like clipped off what I need to clip off. Really? Yeah. No, like, never... uh, my beard grows, like, far down to my neck, so I'll, like, razor off as much as I can to, like, the smallest bit, and then when I want to, like, shape it up, I'll then just use, like, an actual razor. I don't even know how to use a razor. Really? Yeah, I never, it ne- I never needed to know. Because you've just always had facial hair? Well, <laughs> you, when I was three, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. I was just like, I have to get this off of my face, and it was just like, lear- just, you, I, I don't even think I was just like... Hey, can somebody show me how to do this? It was very much like, I this is how I get hair off of my head. So I'm just going to do it on my face. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even yeah. like, oh, I got to put two and two together and get a razor right. and, like, ask somebody for instructions. It was just like, I know how to take care of the problem. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, and I was done. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's... Other than that, how have you been doing, my friend? Waiting for uh, waiting for E3. Waiting for E3? Yeah, I'm actually really excited about E3. I uh, I haven't really heard anything about it. I mean, I know it's usually in like what, like July, June, June I think. Yeah, uh, I'm excited because I want to see what Bethesda's going to do. Yeah, I want to see how their PR is handling what's going on. If they even have a, a showcase or a, whatever yeah. they're calling it, but Sony's not going to be there. Yeah, I did read that, which like that's. I mean, I guess if you don't have anything to show, then why waste the money? But I guess, but I think yeah. I think next year they're going to announce the PS5. Yeah, so they're like taking a year off to build suspense. I don't even know if build suspense, but I just hope the next console that comes out is backwards compatible, so I could play all my remakes and remasters on it. Yeah, I just because I'm not I'm not gonna jump into it right away. I think yeah, because, like, wait. that's a lot of money to drop on, like, a marginally better system. Yeah, and it's not like I'm guaranteed anything. And, like, look like, at I can a... see if you are going from, like, a PlayStation 3 to a PlayStation 5. Like, that's a big jump. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. But did you hear about Blizzard? Uh, that they laid off, like, 800 people? They laid off 8% of their of all of their employees. That's terrible. They made they made a record amount of money. I just watched the Boogie two nine eight eight. Boogie, if you're listening, please come on the show. Yeah. Um, I just watched his video and he was saying that they did they did I believe it was seven point two six billion dollars in just cash old money. That's just, I mean that's also before they pay everybody and shit gets yeah. But still, um, and on top of that. They, uh, that's, that's the most they've ever did ever for a year, for a fiscal year. The mm-hmm. most before that was 17, I want to say 0.19. Oh. Yeah. And then they just laid off a bunch of people. And then in the video, Boogie goes on to say that like the last time a Warcraft game came out, it was 2002. World of Warcraft has been going hard since like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch came out three or four years ago. Diablo came out in 2012. I remember where I was when when Diablo two came or three came out. Uh, really? Yeah. Starcraft came out almost ten years ago. And like the next Diablo, they're putting on the phone. Oh, did you see that? They're all like people. They're like, what? I actually applied for a position on that game. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Because I want to work for a AAA game studio. But. Uh, no, like, did you see the press conference? They were like, what are you doing? Like, wh- are we getting another uh, Diablo? And they're like, no, we're, it's going to be on the phone. And they're like, yeah, we got that, but is it going to come to the PC? They're like, no. And everyone, like, at the, the BlizzCon was, like, freaking out. They're like, what the fuck? And the guy was like, you don't have a phone? Like, everybody has a phone. It's like, no, we don't fucking want that. Like, it's, it's, it's what it, what it, I think what it's coming down to. What I what I'm seeing is that it's just it's just money. It's just give us money. It's not here's this thing that I had a creative idea for. It's just give me money. Like, um, do you still play Overwatch? Yeah. Really? Not like every day or like every week or anything, but like I'll go on and I'll play it once in a while. I feel like Overwatch kind of missed missed the mark. Uh, See, I I love Overwatch. I think it's a great game. It's fine, but it's very the same shit constantly. 
they don't really like I haven't played it in a while but they when I was playing it they don't put out new skins they don't put the every like three months no you'll get like a month or two of a new game mode and then no and then a month or two without it and then like another month or two with it and it's like that's cool but make that more available they do events like year round so yeah but if you have the ability to do that why not just do that every month there's just a new event at this point, events are mostly back to back. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't played it. And I also think. Yeah. I also think what they've what they've done with the character development is a little shitty. Um, here's all these characters that we know next to nothing about, and then when we need to, we'll say, "Oh, this character is this, or this character is that, or this character is this, and this character is that," just to drive I mean, up hype around the they're, game. They're building a world. Yeah, but I mean, imagine if like you bought a book. And it was like, we're going to mail you the next chapter in a month. I'm not well, big on that. That's how games are different. No, I know. They're but di- like, They're more dynamic in that sense. But imagine imagine it's like you, you go out to see the new Quentin Tarantino film, right? And it's like, all right, we're going to give you a ton of story development for this. And then your ticket's still good. Don't worry. But come back in a month. And then we're going to give you all of... Uh, the character background for the girl or the, for the the mob boss that she's working for, like imagine if you went to go see Kill Bill, and like that that's already a movie that's all cut up. But imagine if like you finally got to Bill, like the fight with Bill, and then it's like oh come back in a week and we'll have all the story that and like the convenience of just saying oh this person's this and this person's that. Like when they announced that uh, what's his name seventy six. Mm-hmm. When they announced that he was gay, it was kind of like, this is a little convenient, isn't it? I thought it fit well within the given lore. Really? Yeah. I just thought it was like, okay, like like when they when they announced that Tracer was gay around Christmas, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, like, don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with having gay characters in your game, but it's in like, fact, I love that representation. It's like, oh, you just want, you just want more Christmas sales. Like, I, uh... I, I love Roadhog because, like, the first time I, I played the game, I played as Roadhog, and I went, "Oh, a fat character whose ca- whose uh, his character type isn't just loves food." Yeah, like that's I hate that trope. Like I, when I when I wrote for a uh, Nuclear Family, I wrote Big Mike, and when I wrote Big Mike, Big Mike's characteristic is he's fat and he likes yes. food because it's a trope because that's it's a cliche, easy to play. It's a yeah. Trope, yeah. But like when I when I played Roadhog, I was like, "Oh, cool. He's not just food food food. He's like a big biker dude." Yeah. And he's not stupid. Like in fact, he's quite intelligent. Yeah, that's that's what I was like, "Oh, cool. Let's let's not go with what's like you didn't take the easy route." But just some mm. of the, I don't know, some of that game just I'm like, "Where the fuck is Lucio's story?" Lucio's the coolest character. Lucio is the coolest. He's the fucking coolest. You're gonna tell me that Lucio, the coolest, just just fuck him. Nah, he'll he'll get some content. Along yeah, but how way. long? This game's been out for three years. How long do you plan on milking the story? It's a it's a game that's it's an online game. It's inherently stuff that's going to be added upon over time because of the type of game that it is. I understand so that. Like, like, World of Warcraft was the same way to an extent. Here's the main story, and then we're going to have DLC along the way. But Overwatch almost feels like it's an unfinished product. Like, if this was something that EA would have put out, everyone would have universally panned it because it came out from Blizzard. You know what I mean? Um, I disagree. Really? Yeah. You don't feel like this is an unfinished pro- pro- 
product. Not in the slightest. Why? Because it's a full-ass game, dude. Like, how much have you played it? Like, all the maps are well-made. The characters, well-made. Yeah, they're constantly being rebalanced because, like, that's how online games are that are like that. No, 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 you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. I'm not saying the game isn't balanced. I'm not saying the game isn't well-made. I'm not saying that the controls don't work. I'm saying they put a game out and then didn't give us story and have been giving us story little by little. When I played Overwatch... The point of it wasn't the story. It's a shooter. It's a battle arena Then don't give us any story. Like, if you're going to do something, Where's do, the fun do it that? the whole way. Like, well, I just wh- think you're looking for things to complain about. No, I, that episode was last week. No, seriously, that's just like... Sorry, I, I wanted to talk about Blizzard, and I just think that, like... Activision, Activision, I believe, is the first third-party company ever. It was a subsidiary... They were guys that worked for Atari, and I believe the dude who started Activision wanted or he wanted his name in the credits and or the dude yeah the dude started activision worked for atari wanted his name in the credits and atari went no one cares about who you people are just make your games and he hid his i don't even remember the name of the game but he hid his name in a game and then i think it was him and a few other people left atari and made activision and i believe there are activision games on the atari Oh, are there? I, I believe so. Activision is one of the oldest third-party companies, and they own everybody now. Yeah, well, Activision and Blizzard merge. Yeah. And Activision makes Call of Duty. Yeah. But they said their their, their thing was um, that Hearthstone wasn't making as much money as it was before, and they were upset about it because it wasn't making its uh, microtransactions. So they just laid off almost 10% of the entire company. Well, it's not good. So, yeah. 1983. Uh, <laughs> what about the lore? You want to know what we have for the lore today? I would love to. Today, today's lore, we're going to talk about uh, a fan favorite, a one Mr. Nicholas Valentine. Oh, I happen to know that a lot of people in the Discord are very, uh, very into Nick Valentine. They're, they're large fans. I mean, I would say that I'm a large fan also. Uh, Nick is an unusually an unusual robot detective. He is a synth. Uh, he owns and operates a small detective agency inside of Diamond City with the assistance of his assistant, uh, Ellie Perkins. He possesses the memories of a pre-war detective whose name is Nick Valentine. He believes himself to be a prototype of Gen 2 and Gen 3 synths, which might explain why he exhibits sapient intelligence and uh, is innately non-hostile towards non-institute humans. He has a brother, Dima, which is an entire episode for a different day. He identifies himself as the pre-war cop Nick Valentine, who just woke up 200 years later. Uh, Most people look at Nick with fear and awe. One kid named Jim befriended Nick and eventually took him back to his settlement, and that was the first time he was ever treated as a person. Uh, He later left the settlement to just kind of go off on his own once he got his things together, and he returned back to the settlement and he found that it was purged by raiders. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Nick made his way to Diamond City, a place known for their abundant hatred of the Institute and the Synths. He gained respect uh, and the sympathy because of the former mayor, a Harry Roberts. Um, his daughter, she went missing. 
turns out that she uh, was picked up by these caravaners. She thought she was running away with these caravaners. Turns out they were actually kidnapping her. And he found them by he found them he found the kidnappers by accident. Oh. So it was just after he escaped from the institute, he started stumbling around and came across these people, these kidnappers. And uh, when Nick kind of like realized, oh, I have to help this girl. She's in trouble. He told the, the kidnappers that since he's half synth, half man. Uh, well, he's a synth, but he's like that weird in between yeah, like synth. In between, yeah. Uh, he told them that he, he had a bomb in his chest, and he would he would uh, he would let it go, and and he's just like, I'm gonna start beeping, and they're like, what? And he's just like, beep. He he just said beep. Beep, beep, and he took the girl and left. That's a fucking, like, critical 20 on, like, a, a charisma check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he got back to Diamond City, uh, he told the mayor what had happened, and the mayor, being as grateful as he was, thought he would give Nick uh, a house in return for his generosity of saving his daughter. It's like, yeah, this one's all right. We'll keep this toaster. Yeah. At first, people were kind of like, I don't know about having this fucking... This this toaster in my next to my daughter. This, you know, I don't want him coming Amazon home. This Amazon spy machine. Yeah, uh, but he started becoming like Diamond City's handyman. And then uh, one day there was a woman who went missing, and he went out to go find her. And she didn't. She wasn't murdered. Nothing happened. She ran away with her lover. And he did such a good job at it that people stopped asking Nick to fix things, and they knew like, oh, if you need to find something, you get Nick. Uh, and that's how he started his own detective agency because that's what he was before, before pre-war, which I'll get into. Yeah. He was a cop. I think of like the companions, I think Nick's story is one of the richest. Yeah. And I really, really like it. It, it is really good. I actually, I think I beat it, but I could, I could be wrong because like I was reading the lore and I was like, oh, I remember doing this, but I don't remember doing this. Oh, uh, like you didn't do like all the like, um... Like companion related quests. I thought I did it all, but like I was like, oh, I remember all this, and yeah. then I was like, oh, do I? Like I thought that I did all of it, but I like I've been hearing some things that I think are new to me. Really? Yeah. So maybe we both just suck at Fallout Four. Probably. <laughs> uh, he was on a case where he was trying to find a woman named Darla, uh, and it turns out that she ran away with Skinny Malone and his gang. They imprison Nick in their hideout, which is Vault One Fourteen. The sole survivor, uh, when he meets up with Nick in 114, he goes and saves Darla, depending on how you do it. Uh, he helps him out, and then when you get back, you go back to his detective agency, and he says to him, he's like, hey, man, um, I need to find my kid. The sole survivor says, I need to find my kid, and then he helps you uh, with that. Now, after this, there are some spoilers, so if you have not played Fallout 4... Uh, fast forward like two, three minutes and we'll get out of this. Yeah. Um, I'll try to put up a little spoiler icon thingy on the video. Thank you. If I forget, then oops. If once, once Nick, um, once you have Nick as a companion and you go out and you kind of see all there is to see with him and you go on his quest line where you go through the memory den and you find out where Kellogg is and you find out how to get to the Institute and all that. If you keep him as a companion, Nick will eventually open up to the Soul Survivor about his past and then you start tracking down these ten hollow tapes to find the last location of 
uh, Edward Winter, which was a mob boss that was his his my one last job kind of thing. But it wasn't yeah. like a my my one last job. It was more of like there's a time limit because the bombs are gonna drop, but I don't know that. So he he the Eddie Winter holotapes are actually really interesting. No, they're really really good. Yeah. Uh, this was this was. This was Eddie Winter is the man who killed his fiance Jennifer Lands. Uh, once you go through the whole thing, Nick will show the sole survivor where he killed Jennifer Lands, and then Nick starts to contemplate his whole life of what should I do? Am I a human? Am I this? Am I that? I have the memories of a dead man, but I'm in a body I don't recognize. It's really, really deep. Like it's mm-hmm. really like this. And like, like last week, I think we talked about. Um, we were talking about Rex. And it was like, if you put yeah. a human brain inside of a dog, like, am I a human? Am I a robot? Am I a dog? It's very much like, let's think let's think about what it means to be human. Which, man, is that a bloated question. I fucking, that's my favorite question. But hold on. The original Nick Valentine was originally a police detective. The non-toaster. Yeah, this is, this is, now, I read everything off the Fallout wiki, fallout.fandom.com. Everything comes from there. Um, this is, there's a lot of stuff, and I and I couldn't really surmise it the way I surmised my notes. So I wanted to read it right off the website. So I'm going to read this directly verbatim from the site. Uh, Nick Valentine was originally a police detective from Chicago. He was brought to Boston to lead Operation Winter's End. Fucking ten out of ten name. Ten out of ten. An operation to bring down mob boss Edward Winter. Unfortunately, Winter, or one of his associates, managed to find out about Nick's fiance Jennifer Lance, and killed her in revenge for Nick's involvement in the operation. Now, this is the most fallout shit, and I love it. The Bureau of Alcohol, Drugs, Tobacco, Firearms, and Lasers. What does that stand for? Like, what's the acronym? Uh, B-A-D-T-F-A? B-A-D-T-F-L-A, yeah. Actually, what is that? All right. Hold on. What is that a play on? I don't know. I was wondering. The if FDA, that, no? I think so. I don't know. I went to fucking public school. In no, the, the FDA is the oh, Food oh, and Drug oh. Administration. It's like the DEA and like the FBI kind of like put together. I'm on. I'm on the 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 thing for it. It says the Bureau of Alcohol, Drugs, Tobacco, Firearms, Lasers, aka the the Bad Tulfa, B A D T F L, is the Fallout Universe version of the real the real world Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosive, the ATF. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, received they the the Bad Tulfa received intelligence of associates of Winters dis- discussing her whereabouts, but senior officers denied not to place Jennifer or Nick into witness protection in order to avoid compromising the investigation. To make matters worse, Nick and the rest of the task force on Operation Winter's End discover that Winter was actually working for the Bad Tulf and, and the district attorney against the other mob bosses in exchange for immunity. In the weeks preceding the fall of the bombs, Winter was released and operations when Operation Winter's End was dis- disbanded. Nick was ordered to seek treatment for PTSD at the CIT, where his brain was scanned as part of his treatment. And this is how the institute was able to obtain Nick's pre-war memories. Wow. Yeah. Very, very interesting character. Very, very interesting kind of arc that he plays within the game. I think there was a lot of things that were kind of lost 
with Nick, though, like the memory den. I feel like the memory den yeah. could have been a massive part of the game, and I think I've said it on here before. I think the memory den would have been awesome for you to go back and relive some pre-war memories with your wife to kind of get closure at the end of the game, especially yeah. since they spend all that time and money making all of those assets for me to play in the pre-war for 20 minutes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I would have really liked more from the memory den. But yeah. what they did make with Winter's End and uh, Nick Valentine, honestly, one of my favorite Fallout 4 stories. Really? Yeah. It's one of my favorite like little storylines from Fallout 4. It's so cool. Cool. I mean, I'm a sucker for like a, a noir story. Yeah. I, I think that they, they could have done more with um, him having a piece of Kellogg in him, too. Oh, there's that too. Because yeah. there's the scene where he's like, "Find what you're looking for, detective," or something. When yeah. he's got that, and like that's it. Like it never came back up. Like if we could take Nick to the institute and they could scan his brain again or put him, in, like it'd be cool. But uh, I just have some fun facts for you right here. Uh, people cool, hit me with it. People will go up to Nick and offer him gifts, and he won't accept them. Really? Like, he's just like, ah, don't worry about it, kid. Like, it's very, like, I'm just doing my job. And, like, you can go to his inventory, and people, and he just won't have it. But apparently people will go up to Preston Garvey, and they'll be like, oh, Preston, you've helped us out. Here, take take this. It's all we can, it's the least we can do. And he'll be like, thank you, and take it. And apparently it's in his inventory. If I oh. read the wiki correctly. Yeah, Nick's like, don't worry about it. I'm doing what I have to. That's kind of cool. And that's there's a random event where Nick, uh, if you're with Nick some raiders will attack and then mm. one of them will stop and go oh wait hold on it's it's nick valentine don't worry he's cool and no way. yeah they're like he's cool he helped me in the past and then nick's like uh i have written down here nick helped them and it passes him and goes no he's good people nick responds with uh well i'm glad you made something out of yourself all right, we'll be going now. <laughs> Which they were saying that the wiki was saying that that might be a nod to Jim, that that's Jim, the kid who like helped him out. No way. And I'm like, why would that be Jim? Yeah. Like, I mean, or I people kind of see town. where that. I can kind of see where that connection could have been made, but like, that's still pretty cool. Even if it doesn't have any other like bigger picture significance. No, I really it's like still that neat. One. Yeah. They're like, hey, stop right... Oh, it's Nick. He's cool. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's he, so cool. He, I've never had that one. Neither have I. I've never had that. I And I use Nick a lot. Like, you can use... I didn't write it down. Yeah, me too, because of his hacking. Well, not even that. I normally had really good hacking, but um, I used him a lot because I wanted his story. And... Oh, yeah, spoilers over. Cool. <laughs> I, and, oh, yeah. And I didn't even talk about... Because I think it, it deserves its... its in, it, I think it deserves its its own episode for lore about Dima. And yeah, I think we definitely should have our our own uh like lore spotlight on Dima. Yeah, just because it's it's a whole like I didn't even get into anything of Far Harbor. I didn't just because it's it's its own thing. And we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. I just wanted That's to a big of, fish to fry. Yeah, I wanted to get into kind of the vanilla. Mm. I want to replay Far Harbor cuz I forget a lot of it. I played it recently, like a few months mm. back, and I remember being like it's okay. I remember liking it when I was playing it. it it's, I liked the atmosphere a lot. It's not bad. It's just... I don't know. I didn't hate it. It's, it wasn't my favorite yeah. Fallout 4 DLC, but it wasn't bad. I need to finish Nuka World still. I am aware that you fuck it. You're a fuck it. You're just a fuck. I know. I know. Just take fucking 35 minutes and do it. I know. I know. 
it's fucking great. I love Nuka World. I can't talk highly enough about Nuka World. It is. It is really good, but I need to finish it. It's the thing that sucks is when it's when it's over, it's kind of just over. But yeah. But they did pull out most of the stops from what I can understand. Oh. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. I would allow my daughter to come home with it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I just really like Nick Valentine. Like his story is just so freaking cool. Yeah, I, that's a thing that like I don't think I really un- or appreciated up until recently. Like until Fallout 4's release was mm-hmm. uh, a companion story. Because like Fallout 3 definitely had it. New Vegas definitely had it. And then New I was Vegas like, definitely had it. Yeah. And then like I was like, oh cool, we're gonna get Fallout 4. And then I was like, oh shit, companions. Because Fallout 3, I never really, I don't really know any of the story companions from 3, just because I never really use them other than Fox. And Fox's story, like you do Fox's story through the mission, and Dog Meat's just like, dude, I'm down to clown for whatever. So yeah, there's no. Real... I would only really ever use Dog Meat in Fallout 3. Yeah. And, like, Sharon, like, like, there's more story for Fallout 3 with the, um, with the companions, I think, to get them than there is when you have them. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It's just a different way of having interaction. Uh, but, no, it was, it was just, uh, it was just, like, a weird thing that I kind of, like, realized I appreciated way more than I actually did. The thing that I really um, that really made it like cool for me was I found some of the Eddie Winter hollow tapes when I didn't have Nick around. Oh shit! So I was kind of like digging through all these like things by myself, and then eventually I had I was doing it when he was around, and then it kind of all started to unfold, and I'm like, oh holy shit, this is all connected. Really? Yeah. See, I think that would break my immersion. Really? If like he's like, all right, we got to go find these other tapes now. And, like, I already had 6, 3, and 9. And I was like, oh. I don't think I had any of the, like, really advanced ones. Like, I found, like, two or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you had no clue it would have evolved. That it was connected bigger. until later. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That, it was a really, like, awesome moment for me as a as a player. And I was like, oh, wow, this is all really, like, extra connected. It was really cool. Cool. I mean, Nick's quest is really good. I like a lot of the companion quests from New Vegas. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really... Re- well, you know, now that I say that, about three, Arcade Ganon's... Ah, uh, no, Arcade has a really good one. His is good. His is real good. It takes a while to get into because you really need to gain his trust. Yeah. But it it gives you the best armor in the game. Fucking Boone. Boone's wife. Oh my god. Boone's fucking wife. If you're in the Discord, smash that MF Boone's wife emoji. Let's, let's get some Boone's wife emojis in the chat. Yeah, Let, let's let's put some in now. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, and see if we can get some responses. Uh, general we'll chat. Get, Hold on, general, general. Fucking work, damn it! Wait, what did I just do? I moved. I don't something. know what you just I moved did. Something. But I just moved oh, everything. I saw you move. Oh something. wait, no. Hold on, text channels. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. General chat. General chat. General chat. How do I how Just do I add emojis? I'm not a twelve year old white girl. I don't know. There it is. Uh, there we go. Oh hot and damn, I, Declan! That's a lot. I did a lot of Boone's wife there. Boone's wife. <laughs> My wife. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. They said I did too many. Hold on. Boone's wife. Fuck you, Clyde. 
Clyde. Your message cannot be de- delivered. You do not share a server with a recipient or fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, so if you, if you <laughs> there's a link to our Discord in the chat or in the in the description. Uh if you join and there's also going to be one on our um Twitter. Uh if you join and you listen to this episode, uh let's get some Boone's wipes in the chat. Yeah. Um but yeah, Boone's story is really good. Cass. Yeah. Oh my god. Cass yeah. is freaking great. You Cass have is a like thing oh. for troubled women and you don't want to admit it. And what? You have a thing for troubled women and you don't want to admit it. I know I don't want to admit it. <laughs> like you, who are your favorites? Cass uh, and uh Kate? Cass and Kate. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Hold on. Troubled women. Does Cass have an accent? Um, not really. You have a type, Declan. In a type of women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a type of fictional women. Okay, because I'm not going to have a type of regular women. I have a friend who's into lesbians. Not that, like, oh, that's yeah. all he likes. Like, that's all he watches. That's all he's... He just loves girls that he, like, develops relationships with and then later turn out to be lesbians. Yeah, just, like, by accident. Yeah. Uh, he's just... Yeah, dude. I'm trying to and think. It's not, like, a sexual thing. No, it's just not at like all. A, Hold on, I yeah. gotta look up... I gotta look up Kate and Cass... Yeah. Yeah. Four lettered names. Four letter names. What color hair? She doesn't. She's got a hat on. What color hair does? Four lettered. Four lettered names. Uh, that are troubled yet badass and have red hue in the hair. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. If she has, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm seeing if if what her hair color is. You're into gingers, homie. A little bit. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. It's like the same shade. Oh, my God. That's adorable. Oh, I mean, God. but we're forgetting best girl. I mean, we're already talking nope, about best girl. Nope. Uh-uh. No. Guess Piper. Piper. Kate is best no, girl. No, you're fucking wrong. You have no she evidence. She's so damn cool. You have cool. no evidence. What's your evidence that Piper's Piper best girl? Piper has a super endearing story. And Kate's doesn't? Kate's, Kate's is, is I'm a junkie. But it's heart wrenching. She has a recovery arc, and you know what? You know what Piper has responsibility, and that's that's like the coolest thing to have. And don't hit me with that death grip shit. Don't hit me with that death grip shit. Yeah, yeah. What if I hit you with that death grip? Don't, shit? don't, because I don't. I, that's not a valid argument. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think I do. Responsibility's cool. But there's more things in life, like getting your dick rode all fucking night. That is a lyric from that a Death Grip song that I can't fucking think of the name. No, don't what hit me with that shit. Of? I don't remember. It's probably fucking No Love Deep Web. Probably. Uh, no, Piper's like, oh, my family is dead. I have to take care of a child. I'm trying to stand up t- against the injustices that this world has and shit, right? Right. And then Kate's just like, I'm gonna get drunk and fight in the ring. Like, listen, don't at me. I'm not adding you. How was that an at at you? Because Kate is best girl. Kate is the furthest thing from best girl. Kate is, Kate is, Kate is, uh, fucking what's her name? Kate's the girl at the bar that always goes missing. <laughs> you know the girls that like, you see like a group of girls at the bar and I'm like, oh my god, Jessica, you're my best friend. I love you. 
<laughs> that. Yeah. She's the one who's like, I love you, Jessica. I'm gonna go in the bathroom and fucking do my makeup and do a bump of coke. And like, she goes in the bathroom and it's four <laughs> hours later and nobody's seen Kate. It's like, where is Kate? I think she left with the bouncer again. Oh my god, she's in the bathroom doing coke off the floor. Like, it's just. All right, well then, fine. Wait, hold on. If we're t- gonna make a definitive choice on who best girl is, let's open it up to all the Fallout games. Okay. What, who are who's in the running at the very least? You give me your top five. I'll give you my top five. I mean, are we including best boys also? Uh, it's twenty eighteen. Sure. Let's do two separate lists, and then we'll 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 narrow it down. Okay. To uh, best male and female. Okay. Does that include mutants? Yes, okay. they can be included in either. Okay, okay, and okay. Are, are we so going to put? Say hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Do- dogs are out. Okay, okay. I was going to say dogs. Yeah. Uh, are they just automatically boys? All dogs are best boys. Okay, okay, okay. So there are there already have their medals of honor. All right, all right. So, all right. You go first, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. Fuck. All in right. order, best female, and I'll tell you best females. All right. Um. All right, so number one, because I I know definitively my favorite female is definitely Cass. Really? Okay. Yeah, Cass. Uh huh. This is this is from one to five, or this is this, from five to one. This is num from like best, best to to fifth best. Yes. Okay. Because I can't on the fly think of who the fifth best is, but I know who the best is. Okay. So, Cass is the best. Second place is Veronica. Veronica? Yeah. Okay. Third is Kate. Really? Yeah. Fourth is Curie. And fifth is Piper. Oh my god, you're wrong. Alright. I never did Veronica's storyline because I could never find a dress. Really? I like Veronica's storyline. Okay, so... Best girls. Also, I'm a slut for the New Vegas companions, though. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. You want me to hit you with the real shit? Yeah, hit me with your with your truth. Best girls. All right. Fallout Three. Moira motherfucking Brown. Oh, I thought we we're talking only companions. Oh, I was talking NPCs, homie. Oh, we're talking all NPCs. I'm talking just all game. Oh shit. Yeah. No. 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 no sorry. Sorry. Right, give sorry. me this. Give me this. Piper's yeah. best girl from four. All right. Oh shit. I thought you knew it was NPCs. I thought we were doing only companions. No, right, NPCs. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go back and revise my list, right. but continue. All right. All right. All right. Moira motherfucking Brown. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. Absolutely. That mustache is legendary. I don't even see it. I don't see a mustache. I don't know how you don't. Like I get it. Like, I mean, I guess I play on PC, so like. <laughs> No, I get it. Like, I, I get the yeah. name. Like, I, it's shading, but, like, Moira, Mo fucking Brown. Hawkeye? You following me? Hawkeye. After that, I, I'm going to tell you who my fifth is right away. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm going to put Agatha fifth. Agatha's fifth? Yeah, just because I don't feel like Agatha gets enough love and respect. Fair. Uh, she's doing her thing out in the wastes, trying to reminisce over that beautiful, beautiful violin music. Um, number two? Number two. Are you ready for me to hit you with number two? Give it to me. Number two is a girl, very close to my heart, who does not get enough fucking recognition. Yeah? She goes by Sierra Petrovita. Fuck, dude, she's on my list. Is she really? 
Yeah, she's my number two. Really? Yeah. Ooh, she got post-contemporary haircut like a motherfucker. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Piper for four because, come on. Yeah. That fucking, that hat drives me nuts. Uh, and then for... And when she calls you blue. That, okay, that's not like a oh, thing. It's just like, that's that's adorable. Yeah. Um, let me see. Who's my fourth? I want to say Sarah Lyons. Sarah Lyons is fucking badass. Because there's something about having responsibility that I just love. <laughs> you love a woman that has something to do. I just want a woman who's going to take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit around and play Fallout 3 all day. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Ah, no, I don't feel like I've given Fallout, Fallout New Vegas any representation. Because I'm just going to flex on New Vegas. No, well, I feel like I should give Fallout New Vegas some representation. I feel like there's at least one solid character from Fallout New Vegas that's a mm-hmm. female that I can't think of. I like Cass, but I don't have, like... and you I don't never have, like, a, a gamer boner for Cass. Yeah, and I never really did Veronica's storyline. I mean, there's other good NPCs that aren't companions. Yo, honorable mention? Yeah. For three, though? Was it Dr. Lee? Yeah, Dr. Lee's a good honorable mention. I'm trying, I can't think of a female from, from New Vegas that I'd consider best girl. I don't want to, like, reveal my cards too early, because I've got some. Hit me with yours. Hit me with yours. All right. From New Vegas, um, some good candidates. No, no, we just, have Sunny just Smiles. All, all of them. Just Give me your top five. Oh, just, top five dead top or alive. Five, dead or alive of all Fallout games. Yeah. Top five. And, and NPCs, right. not just companions. NPCs. Of All right. NPCs. So, favorite female NPC goes to Cass. Okay. Of all time. Of all time. Cool. Then Sierra Petrovita. Really? Yeah. Cool, cool, Um, From there, I would probably go with... I really like Sunny Smiles. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't even think of her because she's like, I'm Sunny Smiles. This is my dog. Shoot. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, but like, like, I played a lot more New Vegas than I did 3. Yeah, I know. And so I like really always like latch on to that fact of like, oh, hey, it's the first person. Okay, so the, I see the, that. The first lady that, that taught me how to shoot in the really bad engine. <laughs> yeah. Um, next is um, your wife from Fallout 4. <laughs> my wife. Your wife. Oh, um, can I put Boone's wife on my list? <laughs> you can put Boone's wife on your list, yeah. Cool. Whatever's left of her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of a number five. You know who I really want to add on my list? I No, no you say you say your things. I had it, but now I've completely lost who my number five is. Well, Holy crap. I, I can't think of her name, but she's the woman who, who does the underground fight club thing for New Vegas, and I can't think of their name. Oh, yeah. She's really cool, and I, can't, and I only ever did her quest line once. Oh, I know one of them. Uh, someone who's definitely in the top ten is the... The girl that lost her voice from Sierra Madre. What? You know the one? No. Hold on, wait. Let me look up the Sierra Madre people. I played Sierra Madre one time. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I really honestly didn't give New Vegas enough love. I'll be the first person to tell you that. Well, my Chrome is just crashing because I've got like 30 tabs. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. So. Can you fucking get rid of some, please? Uh, no. Okay. I will die before I close all 30 of my tabs. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything on the wiki. I know, I've, she's like one of the show people, right? Um, yes, I believe so. Because, like, you find dog slash god here, and yeah. Dean Domino, right? Yeah. 
Wait, she's the one in the red dress, right? I think. I, her name's Christine. Christine. Like Christine the car? Royce. Yeah, I found her on the wiki. Christine Royce. She's the one that can't speak. But throw me a link, Home Slice. Yeah, hold on. Let me just go in. Uh, let me drop this in the host lounge. Oh, yes. Remember? She's fucking cool. Yes, she is. No, yeah. she's really, really cool. Really, really cool. I remember her. I mm-hmm. Doesn't she talk to like a radio or something? I know that there's like at some point in the DLC you can give her a voice. Uh, yeah, you give her uh, like the hotel attendant's voice. Cool. Of Vera Keys. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she's a she's a really cool idea, really cool dynamic. Yeah. I had a friend who thought uh, knew that Sierra Madre was like the greatest piece. I think it's really good. No, no, I get that, but he thought it was the greatest piece of. Uh, like storytelling in a game ever ever like just he he couldn't speak highly enough of it i mean points could be made towards that no and i'm not saying that he's wrong i'm not saying i just i just it would it would always fascinate me whenever he would talk about it because you you could mm-hmm. see like the time he spent in the sierra madre it was like way more uh meaningful to him than the actual game itself it almost seemed hmm uh, but yeah i if I have to add someone to be my number fifth, I'd say it'd be her. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, and Ghost. Yo, does she even, like, do anything, though? She just has some really cool-ass voice lines and some shades. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't think that she really was like, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, so, what about your best men? <laughs> uh, you go first. I went first last time. I went first last time. Uh, I was only talking about companions, though. Um, for best, best girl. Men. Wait, did you go first for best girl? Yeah, you did go best for you did. Yeah, just go. All right. Uh, number one is Arcade Ganon. Okay. Um, because absolutely. Number two would have to be number two. I'm gonna go with Paladin Dance. Really? Because he's so fucking honorable. Okay. Like, that man just seeps honor. Okay. Um, number three is Butch Deloria. Okay. Number four, uh, is Dad. Alrighty. Mr. Liam Neeson himself. Um, and number five, um, Doc Mitchell. Uh, Okay. Doc Mitchell's so fucking chill, dude. That's just, that's why? Just because he's a, he's a, he's a cool homeboy? He, he saves your, your life. Basically. Okay. I think Doc Mitchell's the reason that the story for New Vegas exists. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, no matter what you do, he's always willing to help you. He's the kind of support structure you need in your life. Especially when you steal all of his shit. Yeah, every single burnt book, it's fucking mine. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, tell me about your, your best dudes. Number one. Bow Wow. Fuck, I forgot! <laughs> Number two. You didn't even say his name. No, I don't have to. You know exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, number two. I really want to say Boone. Because I think I really Boone's identify with... Right. I hate everything and everything's miserable. And it's <laughs> it's my, it's not my fault, but it's definitely my fault. <laughs> That's really fucking good. Um, who else? 
number six, if I could if I could be so bold and give a number six, I'd have to give it to Travis. Travis is fucking cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I like, it's me, Travis, or it's me, Travis, more. Uh, I like the awkward Travis better. I think I do, too. But I think it's because I, I had more time with non-awkward Travis. Yeah. Um... Boone at number two. Fox at three. Ah, something troubling you, my friend? Mm, indeed. That I can't think of a fourth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would like to put on the table John Henry Eden. Is he human? He's a he's, robot. He's not, I mean, <laughs> he's he's not binary, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, I hate my fucking self so goddamn much. Good. But, I mean, because he's a robot, I would say you could consider him in any category. Okay. I wouldn't put him as a favorite, though, to be honest. No? No, I wouldn't. I just think he's, he, his voice is fun to do. No, it is, but it, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's also, like, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put uh, Liam Neeson on my list because I think he's too essential. But at the same time, I can get the argument that uh, Three Dog is too essential. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, just that. Um... But that's just my perspective. I don't. It feels like Eat Girls were a lot easier to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I do four and five as Drake and Josh? I'm. I'm gonna say no. Uh-huh. Hold on. Give me a second to like think. I would like to bring to the stage Hurricane Heck. Okay, I wouldn't say a top top five for me, but but still honorable mention. Yeah. Who the fuck else would I say? I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing this episode. Yeah. Um, Benny's fucking cool. Benny. Yeah, fuck Matthew Perry. He knows what he did. Oh, he knows what he did. He's fully aware of what what he did. Let's get some uh, let's get some fuck Matthew Perry's in the chat. Uh, (laughs) uh, I wouldn't put Benny as a top five, though. Yeah, like, a lot of these are, like, good characters, but, like, not top five material. Three Dog... Bow Wow, Boone, Fox. You know who I'm going to put? I'm going to put it my number five. It's a controversial one. I'm going to put McCready as a child. Kid McCready? Yeah. Kid McCready's fucking... He's got... He has potential. He's got balls. He's got <laughs> balls. He does. Number four is Alistair Tenpenny. All right. I fuck with that. Yeah. I think, uh... I think the whole... Oh, I'm better than you because I am old and have a building... Is just kind of like I have money. Yeah, I just think I think, it's, uh, I think that's a good one. I think I think that's my my best boys. I mean, I think honorable Men, mention if you will. another one. Yeah, sorry. An- another honorable mention would be House. Yeah, and I mean, I think House is just like so just influential in New Vegas that it's he's so important that it's hard not to mention him. See, but I feel like saying that like House or Dad or uh, like Doc Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Is your favorite your favorite character is like saying that like, oh my favorite character in the Bible is Jesus, like of course <laughs> it is like yeah I'm not I'm not dissing you I'm not saying anything against it I'm just like that's like, why I'm I, not picking them yeah I was just trying to spitball and throw stuff out there yeah no I I feel like it. I appreciate it's it. really hard to like rank in a, a top five when you've got so many good characters to go off of yeah that's another like, thing like another good one is the guy that uh, is in Jacobstown. That, like, doctor guy? Yes, he's, who's working on how they all have schizophrenia and how he's trying to get away from it. Yeah, on yeah. the Nightkin. He's a cool character. 
Um, the people, the, all the NPCs from uh, shoot, gotta shoot him in the head. Like that's a bomb ass. Oh quest. yeah, fucking yeah. Oh fucking Crowley. Crowley, yeah. The dude who gives you the quest is is cool. He's he's very. I have a saw. I didn't pick a single ghoul for my list. I was gonna say it's a goddamn sin that you didn't pick a ghoul, huh? Well, a Crowley's a good one. See, you know what though? I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very dis- not very disappointed. I was pretty disappointed with uh, Hancock. Yeah, I thought they could have done more. Uh, I could agree. I think Hancock was cool, but I feel like he could have really been cool. Yeah, he's he's neat, but he's just a the ra- the men. He's the man raisin version of Kate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like a lot of characters that are like my whole character is substance abuse. Yeah, like I like Kate or not Kate. I like Cass, but her thing is like when I'm not doing this, I'm drinking. Like, all right, it's like we get it, get over it. Yeah. Oh, look at me! I have a crippling addiction. Oh, like I don't know. I, I. All right. So, did you write down your top ten? No, I should have. Do you remember what you said? Of. Top ten NPCs ever of of top five men, top five women. Declan, yes, we have our list comprised. We took a second yes. off off camera, off mic, off Michael phone. We have compilated our best boys and girls. I want you to give me your top ten, both sexes included. I want okay. you to give me from the bottom up, and I want you to give me a little bit of a description why they are there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, number five, uh, for the ladies, we have Christine Royce from Sierra Madre. Okay. Um, she's number five because I remember her story being really intriguing, and also she was able to kind of communicate, like, with, like, not having a voice Mm -hmm. properly, and, uh, she's just a badass, like, former Brotherhood scribe, and I'm, like, thinks that she's a badass woman. Okay. Num- number five for the men. Uh, this one is kind of a question mark, but it's Dr. Mobius. Dr. Mobius? Yes. He's the, uh, he's the like, evil floating brain scientist from Big Mountain. That's why I didn't fucking recognize it. Okay. Yeah. Um, his race uh, is Think Tank. <laughs> his, his race is Think Tank. Um, because he's just a literal floating brain jar, but he's uh, just this like wacky weirdo that was a, one of the big mountain scientists, and he just kind of fucks with the other uh, think tanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of need that chaotic energy in my life. Okay. Uh, number four, we have Veronica. Okay. Uh, because of Veronica's uh, companion quests with the getting the dress and with the Brotherhood, and I think that it's a really like just well made quest. Okay. And we also have Hurricane Heck Gunderson. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because uh, he controls all of the meat industry in New Vegas. You like a meat man, don't you? I like a meat man. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, we have Kate because Kate is best girl. Um, and Nick Valentine Wait, because Kate's three, and you're going to tell me Kate's best girl. Yes. Then Kate should be number one. No, because there's there's other okay, there's, all right, there's, there's okay, 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 yeah. all right, okay, because okay. Kate is uh, Fallout Four best girl. Okay. Uh, Nick because um, Nick has a really interesting background that we kind of explored today. 
Um, it should speak for itself. The Eddie Winter quest line is incredible. Yeah. Um, we have Sierra Petrovita, that crazy cap girl, uh, loves Nuka Cola. Uh, it's just like one of the happiest characters in all of Fallout. Mm-hmm. Like, despite all odds. Yeah. Like, second only to Moira Brown. For the boys, we have Butch at number two. Because Puddle Snakes rule. Yeah, I feel like I would uh, have to give him an honorable mention. Um, and Butch is actually kind of cool after leaving the vault. Yeah. Um, then our number one best girl of Fallout is Rose of Sharon Cassidy. Okay. Um, because she's just so fucking intriguing to me. And her, um, her quest with the caravan and her, like, revenge plotline is so fucking awesome. Uh, and that's one of my, like, favorite companion quests of all time. And number one for the guys is Arcade Ganon. Because, uh, hit me with that gay shit. Alrighty. Uh, and also Ganon family Tesla armor and, uh, his, uh, companion quests is all another fucking incredible experience in Fallout New Vegas. So that's my list. And that's all I got. What about you? Alrighty. So. From the bottom, coming in at number five for the women, we have Agatha. Because I think that there's something noble about the wasteland around you is terrible and she wants to give people the gift of music. Number five yeah, is someone who I one. totally forgot about and kind of in a weird way could have been put in either male or female. It's kind of a stretch, but it could have happened. Uh, Stanislaus Braun. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fucking tranquility, tranquility lane is lane. the best part of that fucking game. Yeah, Tranquility Lane is fucking incredible. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't even think of him. Yeah, I just kind of came to me. I was thinking about the game itself. And, like, I mean, and we were saying about how I didn't put any ghouls before. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Uh, Desmond Lockhart's really cool. He's not on my list, but, like, honorable mention to him and Argyle. Um, Argyle! But I think he's dead when you find him. Well, yeah, because of Journey to Rockopolis. Yeah, but, 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 my number three and my number four could kind of interchange depending on the day. Okay. But for four, for the females, I have Red Lucy, who runs the Thorn. That was the woman who has the whole underground thing that you like, the fighting thing. Super badass. I really, I really like, and you know because you play D&D with me. But I love in a story where one person kind of takes on and builds something from what's left around. Right. So I love that she was like, I live in the sewer. I need to make money. Fight to the death. Like, I just like... Yeah, like, that's fucking awesome. But my four and my three for the males could could, could switch, depending on the day, depending on the mood. Um, the solar eclipse schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alistair Tenpenny. Good one. And or Roy Phillips. Roy's a good one. Roy, because I like kind of like at odds with each other, and that's why I say they can yeah. flip out. Yeah, because I like Roy a lot because he's like I'm a ghoul. I am a human who is just very old, and my skin is falling off. And you are a human who is very old, and your skin is not falling off. We have caps. Let us come in. Yeah, and I like a true how, capitalist. Yeah, and I like how Ten Penny's like, no, fuck you. Nah. And like, I I like both. I like, and it kind of goes back to how uh, Red Lucy kind of built her own underground thing. Ten Penny built his own. Not that he built the tower, but he took it over and like made it into a whole thing. Like, I really like that type of of development. Created an establishment. Yeah, I like that type of shit in the world. 
Yeah. Um, but for my three for the female is Piper, who is best girl of Fallout 4, by fucking far. By maybe a small stretch. No, by fucking far. By fucking far. Maybe on even, your birthday. Kate doesn't even... That's really fucking funny. That's really, really fucking funny. <laughs> That's oh, sorry. Hold on, let me just take a sip of this. I can't get over how fucking funny that is. Um, <laughs> number three, Piper Wright, best girl Fallout Four. Like I said before, Roy and Tenpenny could kind of flip out. Mm-hmm. Number two for females, Sarah Petrovita. Sarah Petrovita is incredible. Just because I, I, being a collector myself, I think that's why I like her. Uh, being someone who has a shrine to Fallout, a shelf that is just, it's actually two shelves now of Fallout shit. Ooh, you've upgraded. Uh, yeah, I have the Pip-Boy kit on one side. Oh, uh, cool. Um, I, I appreciate that even though the world sucks, she still found something she liked. Yeah. Like I said, just like unbrindled happiness. Yeah, just, just. And she's like, oh, my neighbor doesn't want to fuck. He's just a good guy. He's not trying to take advantage of me. Like, just. <laughs> um, Fox, because come Something the fuck on. Troubling you, my friend? Not when Fox is around. Yeah. And for number one, the best top girl of all time within the Fallout universe, by far, is Moira Brown. By fucking far, Moira Brown. Incredible choice. Moira is an incredible NPC. One of the first that you really can see in the f- new Fallout games that kind of really has a life and a good energy about her. Yeah, I care what she ha- what she's doing and has to say. Yeah, you'll do that survival guide a hundred fucking times because Every, yeah. it's Moira Brown. Yeah, just because it's like okay, and it and it helps you so much, but it's yeah. also like all right, I'll get a couple levels out of this. I love that. Shit, yeah. so much, and the best male, the best, the best man, the goodest of good. He's Rain bringing you the truth. the truth, no matter how bad it hurts. The one, the only, the Mister Three Dog, because bow wow wow bow wow wow. He, the entire game is staying as impartial as you can be. But not going with the dark side and being like, Vault 101 was doing this. I don't agree, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, it's... Yeah. And I, and I really like the idea... I like the idea a lot of you're being narrated. I love that. In, a, in an ongoing story. So it's not just like, like, you could read a book or watch a movie and be like, and that's when everything changed. When I came home and he was in bed. With a man. Right. Like, you could do all that shit, but it's like... Yeah. But, like, with this, it's like... Apparently one of the vaults just opened up. Did somebody fart? Like, it's just... Yeah, like, it's so... It's like, seeing the world... You get to literally see the world through someone else's eyes. Yeah. But more of, like, hear it from their perspective. It's just... It's brilliant. And I love the fact that they had somebody in each game to do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, by far... Three Dog's the coolest. Oh, but like, Mr. New Three Dog is really is, cool. Yeah, Three Dog is the Lucio of Fallout. The fucking coolest. The fucking coolest. New Vegas is cool. Yes. Mr. New Vegas is cool. I don't like that I never get to meet him. Yeah. It kind of adds to that, like, down, 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 allure of it, where it's like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. He, could be, he could be any one of us. But he's a robot. Yeah. And Miles is really cool, but Miles is like, you know, 
Yeah, Travis, he's 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 awkward, and, like, his quest is kind of fun, but, like, it's not the same. Yeah. Three Dog devoted his life and his passion to it, where Travis kind of just, like, it fell on him, and he's like, I guess. Yeah, he's like, he's like, no one else was doing it. So... Oh, we're all gonna die! Yeah. And speaking of speaking of best girl, I'm looking at one of her quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to China? Reports uncertain. China may be fictional. <laughs> that, that's, that's one of her terminal entries. Yeah, that's I really think funny. I think uh, I think Three Dog because and there's also like this whole leading up to like I got I found this guy James and you're like oh fuck he he knows. He knows dad. And then, like, you have to find him, and you get there, and then it's like, oh, fuck, a behemoth, and, you know? Yeah. And it feels like you're meeting a celebrity. Yeah. When you and meet it, three it's, dogs. It's also cool how it's not like, it's not like, um, oh, here, you just got out of the vault, here's a mini nuke launcher, and a set of power armor. You know? How, like, in mm-hmm. four, you leave the vault, and here's your power armor and your fucking overpowered weapon right away. It's like, yeah. here's, you work up to it, and it's like, oh, now you have this rare thing, and you may have an extra shot on it because you found it out in the wastes, but you it comes with, like, two or three. And, okay, you took it out, but you only have one left, so be careful, and if you see them for sale, there's 600 caps. Like, yeah. And then the behemoth comes, and you waste your only shot that comes with it. No, but I'm saying even after that. Yeah. But, like... Oh, dude, fucking 10 out of... I could talk about Fall 3 all day. Those are I best NPC characters. My opinion. Your opinion. I mean, of ours, there was a little bit of overlap, but all of them are just fucking tip-top. Yeah, and that's kind of... When we went back and, like, revised the list, I kind of go... I kind of tried to go back and throw characters in. Oh, Herbert Daring Dashwood? Herbert Daring Dashwood. Herbert Daring Dashwood. Starwad, cool manservant, Argyle. But but his his character from the perspective of... There is, um, how do I want to say this? From his perspective, <laughs> from his perspective that there is this, this, this mythic hero that you hear about on the radio and yeah. then you kind of run into him on accident. Yeah. You just kind of see him walking around Ten Penny Tower. And then you kind of like walk up to him and he's like, oh, it's me, Herbert Daring Dashwood. I'm an old man. Like if I go into Tenpenny and kill all the people in Tenpenny, I feel really bad because I have to kill him. Yeah. Because he's like, I know that ghouls aren't bad people. I just, I'm safe here. Yeah. Like, can you blame me? Like he's doing what he has to do, man. Yeah. I just. I mean, if you fight the good fight, that's kind of the cost. I, I guess. But. I just, I think, I think what I've learned from from writing this list down is I fucking hope they announce a Fallout 3 remaster. Yeah, I think you're going to be hoping on that for a while. I, I hope w- they, I hope they wait, and then when they do something else with the engine, like, whatever uh, Elder Scrolls 6 gets that engine. No, that engine is, what do you call it? Is what? That's the creation engine, they're using the same one. I know, of course, we're using the same one because all engines are kind of the same thing that just gets built better over time. But I would like to see the Elder Scrolls. What? No, go on. But, um. You'd like to see Elder Scrolls? I'd like to see the improvements that come with the Elder Scrolls 6 version of the creation engine. And I'd like to see Fallout done in in that. Because that way I know that we'd be getting something 
it's not just going to be Fallout 4 with the Fallout 3 skin. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something just, like, elevated. This is going to sound shitty, but I wouldn't mind that. Yeah? I wouldn't mind Fallout, a Fallout 3 skin on Fallout 4. I wouldn't mind a, a paint job. If they threw in elements of crafting... Like, if they took some of the elements from 4... And, like, remade 3, where it then has that, where I have to go in and, like, find all these bits and bobs and stuff. Yeah. And maybe not that I could... And, like, you know what? Throw it in that I could buy a house, and I could organize the house better. Like, how I could get the the Megaton home, or the suite in Tenpenny. But even Mm -hmm. if there was, like, maybe not the whole map, but certain areas I could build in. Just, like, certain, like, little plots of land. Kind of like the settlements. Kind of, kind of, but... Oh, well, yeah, no, I'm thinking how, like, 76 you could build anywhere. Do that. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, like, build anywhere within, like, so much space. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't like build... Like buying a plot of land in real life. Not kind of. Like, I can't build... I can't knock down a house right outside Spr- in Springvale. Like, I can't knock down uh, a house there and build there. But I can build right on top of it. Like, right next to it, I should say. Right, like, on the hill. On top of the yeah. hill. And like I, by and the high I, school. Yeah, but like not on top, like not right by where all the raiders spawn. Right. Like have it where it's like, okay, like I can't build it right where Arkansas is. Mm-hmm. Like I can't build it within sniping distance of him. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't build it right on top of Minefield, but I can build it adjacent. I can't build it right next to Tenpenny Town ta- or uh, Rivet, Rivet City. But you're within walking distance. Yeah, but then it would be even cool if they put in, like, a, which I know they won't do, but if they would do, like, additional voice voice work where, like, you build too close to Tenpenny Tower and, like, one of the guards are like, what are you doing? Yeah, that'd this, be kind of neat. This is prime real estate. You you want to build here? You got to pay. And, like, you can pay or say, no, fuck you. And there could be, like, a war. Like, fuck. Sorry. Your your brain could be going for hours Fucking and hours about yeah. a remaster. Fuck, I love Fallout 3 so goddamn much. I know. You know what? We were talking about E3 earlier. That would be a really safe bet to regain the trust of the Fallout community. That's kind of what I'm banking on. Like, yeah. I'm really because hoping that that's what they're going to do. Yeah. That, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like... And I also wouldn't be surprised if they're like, we're going to remaster Fallout 3 and it's coming out in October. And then everyone's like, what about New Vegas? And they're just like... Nah... Because <laughs> if if Todd Howard hits that fucking stage, they there will be a fucking riot. Yeah, because people um, people don't fucking understand that he doesn't really make the game. He just organizes the upper. Yeah, everything. Yeah, like Pete Hines' Twitter is completely silent. I mean, let's let's tweet be? at him from the Atomic Radio Hour Twitter. What should we say to Pete Hines? Let's do it right now. Let's do it live. Just like. Thinking of you, dude. Just, like, offer condolences. Uh, I'm sure he just gets fucking endlessly bullied. Let's see. Let's see. Pete Hines. Hold on a second. At DC Deacon. His, his, his last tweet was Jan 30. Jan 30? But it was 30. a retweet. He's only retweeting Bethesda stuff right now. Hmm. He hasn't made he an might, original tweet since 76. Came he out. might not be allowed. Oh, I didn't even think of that. His, 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 um, what's it called? His bio says, AKA Uncle Pete, SVP of Global Marketing Comms at Bethesda. This is my personal Twitter account warning. I tweet about our games and many other random things. So we're going to tweet at, at Papa, Papa Pete. 
at Papa Pete. Hey, is that too formal? Or is that too informal? Um, I think hey is fine. Just like, hey, 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 comma. Hey, Papa Pete, thinking of you today. Hope you're not getting Hold bullied. Hold on, Papa Pete or Daddy Hines? I think Daddy Hines is too informal. Okay. Papa Pete is, uh, is informal, but with a little funny. Hey, Papa Pete, thinking of you. Hope all is well. Hope all is well. Hope all is well. Should I say anything else? Um, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> have a have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Exclamation or period? Period. We want to, okay. and we have a, we don't want to yell. Should 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 I invite him on the show? <laughs> no, I feel like it's not the right tweet. For okay, that. we got okay. to build up to that. All right. Let's see. Hope all is well. Have a happy Valentine. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Yep. I feel like we okay, should. I think rule of threes. Like we need a good. third sentence. Um. I don't want to throw a meme in there because part of me wants to be like it just works, but no. Um. He didn't even say that. Yeah, I know. Call you. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Just like what? Whatever you think. Just like make sure you eat today. No, you know what? Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Or like keep on fighting the good fight. I, I don't want meme not memes, but I just want it you know, I want it positive. Like you yeah. said, we gotta build up. Build up, you're right. Tweet has been sent. Good. You can find it you can find Atomic Radio Hour on Twitter at Atomic Radio Hour. If you're listening to this episode live, go fucking like this tweet. And let me know. Um by the time this episode goes live, we might have had a response. Who knows? <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, yeah. Alright, so next thing on the agenda. Okay. Your top three of either your boys or girls. Uh-huh. Fuck, marry, kill. Go. Fuck, marry, kill? Oh, my God. Yeah. Of, of both? Of one of each? Um, of... So, pick boys or girls, and then fuck, marry, kill. All right, women, because... Yeah. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Um, I don't know, dude. This is kind of risky. What if it comes out that, like, people are going to think we like hentai? I mean... We did that one intro that one time. Yeah. All right, cool. Fuck, fuck it. Fine, fine. Um, Sierra Petrovita for, for for fuck. Okay. Because I think when you're done, she'd give you a nice cold, ice cold Nuka Cola. <laughs> uh, You'd be parched. I want to say Mary Moira. Okay. Because I could always work at the shop. And you would kill I don't. Piper. Oh wait, we're going off the top three. Top three. Oh, I was gonna say I'd kill Red Lucy and then take over her entire establishment. No, it's it's top three gals. Okay, for okay, you. let me redo Fuck it then. Mary I apologize. Kill. kill Sarah Petrovita. That's a sweet collection that is now mine. <laughs> See, it's a toss up between Fuck Moira and Piper because Moira, I bet, is into weird shit, like really yeah. weird shit. So that might be a good candidate for Fuck. Who but do you think would treat you better as a, as a, a spouse? I feel like Piper would love the shit out of me. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. That's my that's my my order. All right, all right, cool. So fuck, marry, kill. Um, Are you doing dudes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So, fuck Butch. Really? Why? I don't know. I feel like he'd be just like a fucking monster. Uh, Mary Arcade Gannon. I feel like our senses of humor would line up. Okay. And kill Nick Valentine because fuck 12. <laughs> <laughs> fuck 12. 
but yeah. something that you don't want to fuck is oh. uh, is our intro music. Oh, <laughs> that would be Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Oh, if you want to download it, you could uh, get that at the link in the description. But you could just also type it in because that's uh, www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. But Vince, tell me. Where can the good folks find the show on Twitter? If you'd like to find the show on Twitter, you can find the show at Atomic Radio Hour. Where can they find you? If you want to find me, you can find me at my personal Twitter account. I've been uh, I've been a little bit more active on Twitter recently, but you can find me at Declan underscore Bean. What about you personally? If you'd like to find me on Twitter, you can find me at the all capitals the underscore Boogans. But if you'd like to have a deeper conversation with us and throw a couple Boone's wives in the uh, chat. You can find us on discord. We do have a discord. Um, and you can follow us there. We always have a thing going on. We have special guest Sundays where special guest Kyle will come in with a conversation. We talk about it for a little while and, uh, it's always a fun time. We also have a Twitch. It's been a little inactive lately just because we're trying to get things situated. Uh, but, when we do stream, most of the time, it's Special Guest Kyle. Uh, last time he was streaming Spyro and Bully, uh, we've been in the talks with the kid, and he's thinking about starting to stream up again. Uh, we just don't know what game or when he's going to do it, but I promise you that streaming is coming, whether it's one of us or Kyle or somebody. If you're on YouTube, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Ring the bell. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you like about the show. Uh, you can also get us on all major streaming platforms. You get us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Mu- Apple Music. We're finally at Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, um, Castbox. So I'm sure you guys love that, you iPhone users. <laughs> um, you can, like I said, all major streaming platforms were there. Uh, and again, thank you for listening. We really, really appreciate it. If you can give us any sort of feedback, we highly, 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 highly appreciate it. If you love the show and you want to express your support, we recently launched a Patreon. So if you want to show your support for us, you can throw us a couple bucks and we can get better equipment. We can pay for our podcasting fees and we can all around just get you better content. Um, we already have one patron and I'd like to give a shout out to Michael Mello. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and with with the uh, donation that he has given us, he's actually received one of the perks, which is to get into an, an exclusive uh, voice chat and text chat on the Discord. Yes. So there's perks. It's not just you give us money. <laughs> and the money is never going to be spent on, on stuff that we like. It's never just going to be like, oh, I'm going to buy a new pair of sneakers or a fresh pair of jeans or tickets to a show. It's money that is going right back into the show to make it better. The only show tickets we're buying are our own. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. Our show is always going to be free no matter what. No matter what. I will never charge for the show. Do you want to say anything else, Declan? I want to say that I hope that you enjoy our content this week. Um, it's going to be a good one. Just letting you know. Sure. So get hyped. And uh, you're going to be hearing that in your ears in approximately 10 seconds. You want to count it down? Not entirely. Oh, why not? Um, Because we're like um, already there. Oh, right here? Yeah, like right there. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Put your toaster in the tub. That's the only way.
Put your toaster in the tub Just so you can say Put your toaster in the tub and kiss it all away Put your toaster in the tub today Robco brand toasters for when you want your fucking toast to be toasted. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's Vince. I shouldn't have to say this, but I feel like I have to say this. Uh, don't put your toaster in the bathtub. Uh, we here at Atomic Radio Hour do not condone using your toaster as a bath bomb. Uh, you can die. Uh, okay. Well, make sure you wear clean pants. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Atomic Radio Hour Pie.